All right, welcome to another episode of Be Now. It's a show where nothing needs to happen. Why? Because the present moment is enough. And I'm sitting down today with Quentin. And what is your last name? Sutton. Sutton. Yeah, so thank you so much for having me. It's, it's yeah, we've been trying to get this together for a while, and I'm really excited yeah. to finally be interviewed by you. I'm yeah. getting really excited. I'm very excited. I've been coming to your drama classes for the past couple of months. Mm-hmm. And I'm really like, yeah, you know, I'm just really happy that you're doing this. You know, I know you're busy with, you know, you're doing your own drama classes on the side and you're doing this for the public. So uh, because I talk, well, I've been teaching uh, drama for 10 years now and in Chengdu, I've been teaching it for four years. And um, but that was for high school drama. Mm -hmm. And then people always used to ask me adults, oh, do you teach adult drama classes? And I and I said. No, I don't. And then after a while, I was like, maybe I could just do one every month. Mm-hmm. And then, and that was a year ago, and it's become quite popular, and people really enjoy it. And I enjoy being like you, with like-minded people. Right, right. So, so for people, uh, drama maybe is more well-known, but so you're, you're combining drama and improv together. For those who don't know, what is improv? What is drama? Yeah, what does it mean? So I... I started out doing drama classes, but I'm not sure. I feel like the majority of the population would understand what drama is. Mm, mm. The improv is being spontaneous. Um, It's, well, I've written down a few uh, notes here, actually. Um, It's creating something spontaneous uh, without much preparation. So there's no, in my classes, we don't use uh, scripts. Uh, It's just thinking on the spot. Mm Uh, and I love to see what, what, uh, what people, especially shy people, can do with that exact concept. Mm-hmm. They come into the class, they're really shy, um, and then I get them to do something spontaneously, which is what improv is. Mm-hmm. And then once they've got over the 10 minutes of being shy, there's something they really want to give more. Mm-hmm. And so through activities and, through, and games, we can find their confidence, mm. which is uh, what drama really is, is to find confidence. Into. Well, drama is basically to show, it's acting, it's performance, uh, but improv is to think in the now, spontaneously. Think in the now. Think in the now, spontaneously. Mm. So the reason I got into drama was because I was a very, very, I was exact, exact child, I was just explaining, very shy. My friends... Um, and then one day when I was quite young, my mother just sent me to a drama class. This child needs confidence. And something just clicked, and that's all I ever wanted to do. And I went to study drama at university, and came to China, taught English for a year, but then I found a drama teaching job, and I've been loving it ever since. Mm-hmm. And I've met some, you know, some like-minded people. There are actually a lot of very theatrical people in Chengdu. Right, right. Yeah. So, example, I mean, we've just uh, finished a drama improv class right now. And um, you meet some amazing people just like yourself. So I love having you in the class, by the way. It's fine, man. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. you bring a lot to the class. Thank you. It's good for, uh, I think drama cl- improv classes are very good. Um, it's good to have theatrical people 
you mind if I call you Theatre Model? Yes, um, you know, slightly larger than life in certain aspects. Maybe in the class you like that. Maybe outside the class not. But um, confident people uh, around shy people. Because the shy people who really need to actually be in the class really want to be like the confident people. What do you think it is about, like, yeah, in a space like this, like doing drama, what is it that, like, brings out someone's confidence? Like, brings out someone's spontaneity. What is it that allows for that? Like, yeah. When people read the posters and when they ask me about what drama is and I'm, I'm shy, I'm shy, I don't know what, how, when, they will message me for, like, a good four months before actually coming to a class. Right. Because people need to see the pictures. <laughs> Sometimes I need to send them an audio so they can hear what sort of my voice sounds like. Right. Oh, and then their reply is normally, oh, he's, he seems quite a nice guy. He seems quite confident. He's very complimentary. It's not as if I'm trying to sell the class, maybe in many ways. Of course I am. Mm. But, um... But they need time to warm up. They, to need, they need time to warm up. Um, yeah, I just... Individuality. Everyone wants to be an individual. I love being an individual. People want to be a confident individual. Mm. And you need mm. you need improv and you need uh, confidence in anything that you do. Mm. Interesting. Confidence. Like mm. if approaching that girl or guy in a bar, you need the confidence to do that. Right. You need empathy. It helps with social skills. Just... So just be sitting at the back of the class, not being a part. Everyone wants in a classroom setting to be a little bit like the class clown or a little bit like the confident girl or the confident guy. It always really hurts me when you hear people tell stories about you know, they were very shy at school and they wish they'd done more. If I think back, the only thing I regret is I didn't play enough sports. Mm. But I did everything else and I was... And then you hear people say, oh, Quentin, I wish I did drama. I wish I could just fill a space and someone, people knew that I was there. There's nothing worse than, oh, I didn't know you were there. I didn't know you were at that party. Right. But of course, I'm just talking really so, about right. confidence. Right, right. Because that's what I want from students out of my class. To walk out feeling confident compared to when they came. You know what I love about your classes is like, um, <clears throat> like, you feel safe and comfortable to just be. And I think like your ability to sort of set the structure, mm. it really uh, factors into that. Do you, how much do you think about structure in your class? So I always start off with, um, with a voice warmer, and that's at the stage at the very beginning when everyone's very nervous and they don't know each other. And the voice warm-ups, example, yeah. Um, horse lips, is quite funny when everyone's doing it together. So slowly from the beginning, you start to just loosen up. You start to relax because the guy next to me is being as stupid as I am right now. But it's not we're not doing something stupid. It's a necessity right. um, to warm up your vocal folds. So there is a structure, voice warm-up, body warm-up. We do acting, and then it's group work. So I... You build so it up. I build, build it up yeah. until at the end... Everyone's comfortable because people aren't quite sure what they're doing. You know, 
um, doing drama in different countries. Uh, well, you know, I've only done it in China, actually, other than back home in South Africa. Um, you've got to push some boundaries. I want more. I mm. want more. Even though at the beginning of every class, I say to people, look, nothing is wrong. Nothing is right. People remember this is a safe space. It's a safe space. Just do. Just do. Mm-hmm. Nothing's going to be wrong. Just do. So the first couple of exercises, people are usually following what others are doing. And I can see that in the eyes. Right, right. And they haven't quite... They need a good 15 minutes to just... Settle into themselves. Well, Quincy's not exactly, you know, picking anyone out and saying it's wrong. Maybe I can just do. And you can, sometimes as a teacher, because you know you're a teacher, you're looking out. Other people don't see what we see. Mm. And then you see that click. You see that light. One of the students that come, have been coming for um, since the very, very beginning. Still a little bit, still shy. But um, after the class, she sends me the most wonderful messages about how she just feels light mm. in the class. Mm. And I should imagine your students feel the same after really relaxing, just deep thought, breathing in your yeah. classes. Yeah. It's all you want as a teacher. Yeah, you know, like this kind of space to just, yeah, to just be as you are, be an individual, however it happens to feel. Like it's kind of a, like a step away from like the normal everyday life where you got to kind of follow the rules and stuff, yeah? Yeah, absolutely. Sorry, I'm, I'm a big talker, so I just, I'll talk as much as I can. But yeah, that's exactly it. Um, yeah, just... Yeah, yeah it's, it's just yeah, feeling fighting. comfortable. Yeah. Mm, just don't... Follow the norm. Mm-hmm. Do something different. Be spontaneous. Be spontaneous. Yeah, there's, you know, there's playtime. I feel something uh, like for 2020, for example, you know, and something I realized talking with my friends that they're doing and giving more energy towards, and me myself too, is like the essential playtime. Uh-huh. Whether it's playing laser tag or just drawing something or coming to a class like this, I feel it's so, like, without playtime, like, what, you know, what do we do, you know? just working all the time yeah. you're on transportation all day yeah you just your body needs to relax and you can feel it in your shoulders you can feel that stress in your shoulders just play time doing set that you love you've got the energy for a new day I don't play laser tag okay. but um, it sounds fun <laughs> <laughs> what, what do you do for play time um, Besides, I'm very time. much uh, into nature I like to walk I like to uh, research plants, and that's that's like my hobby, just nature. Now, now mm. that I've moved to a different part of Shipu, sorry, uh, Chengdu, um, the bus doesn't wake me up in the morning like it used to in Tongzilin. It's now the birds. Mm. Mm. That's quite Waking nice. up to that is really, really nice. And that's what was very important for me to move to a different place. Because I need nature, because there wasn't a lot going on. Songs living out of the tree outside. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's what I. Um, yeah, my hobbies are definitely the environment. Uh-huh. Um, Just observing, listening. Yeah, observing, listening. There's nothing better than listening. Just being in a park and listening. Sometimes white noise is just so fantastic to listen to. It's like a rustle. What is that rustle? What is the rustle? Well, look. What is the? It could be a squirrel. Could just be leaves, but it could be something interesting. Mm. 
Mm. You don't always need to look at your phone. Yes, they're very interesting things happening on our phones, but it's a pigeon over there having a fight with a a mouse. You know, that's hilarious as well. (laughs) (laughs) What a terrible example, actually. (laughs) But you get it. You get what I'm saying. What's trained is really beautiful. You know, one of the hearts of, uh, like, improvisation is about, like, listening, right? And I wonder, like, so do you find, like, uh, your, your journey through improv and drama, has that made you a better listener, or how else has it sort of shaped your perspective? Regarding listening, it's always been an issue for me, actually. I think in improv, in the classes, I try and get this, everyone to, to listen, to be very aware, um, but every time I say it, I also say it for myself. Because when I leave a class, I also need to, to be aware um, and to listen. Because I ask questions, actually, that are quite unnecessary because it's already been said, the answer. So even though I do teach the improv class, everything that I say, I sort of like also like, okay, Quentin, that's also for you. Right, right. Because true. you need to be a better listener. It's even... Same with reading. The answer is in on, in the page. Just go back. So, yeah, I suppose I do have a, a, rele- a new lease on life every time I do one of these classes or just meet someone from these classes that I've met. Mm. You know, I have so many friends from this class now. Example, you. And like I said at the beginning, I keep on saying like-minded people. and Because we're doing the same sort of things, if I'm not listening hopefully those people will just remind me just sit right. and listen and right. it's a reminder for it's us. a reminder i feel the same way like when i'm teaching mindfulness or whatever it's always a reminder for me too yeah like yeah just be present listen right yeah. why is it so difficult just... to listen or yeah because <laughs> there's an interview i find myself like actively needing to listen yeah. right <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, exactly probably what you're doing right now, I do in the class, because sometimes, first and foremost, I am an actor, and I desperately want to be in the, I want to be a participant in the class, not a teacher. Mm -hmm. And I want to, I want to do the activities that all of you are actually doing. Um, So, I always think to myself, oh, I could have, I would have done it, I suppose, that way, this way is a little bit better. But you can't do it like that, you've got to you've got to support support yourself as well as the actors so um, but yeah to just focus on what's happening mm. it's just it can be tough sometimes well we live in a busy world right so much happening so much going on yeah it's constant change and, and yeah just learning to just quiet the mind like with uh, like with a group like this it's weird because like when everyone's present it just kind of like it's it just helps you become more present too, doesn't it? Mm. Yeah. And when you see others that are not present, you desperately want them to be where you are. Mm. You want them to be present. Mm. But if the focus isn't there, possibly have you done something wrong? You know, you know I'm talking about from a teacher perspective. Um, why have a couple not grasped? Why are we not all part of what this process that we're doing at this very moment? Mm. Do I need to give more examples? Right. How to... Um, is this maybe... Because 
The majority of um, the improv classes, uh, there's only about four students that come every single time, religiously. So you want to do something challenging for them, but at the same time, majority of the students are, it's first time for them. It's the first time. Mm-hmm. So it's something new. But then at the same time, you don't want to bore, for example, yourself that comes regularly. You don't want to do the same activities. But some of the same activities are quite important mm-hmm. for, um, for the first times. So one of the questions I was going to, I wanted to ask you to that point is, uh, yeah, like the moments of, of magic, uh-huh. you know, uh, yeah, as a teacher, you know, from your viewpoint, like what are the moments of magic when you're in the classroom? Yeah, I think from seeing, seeing things from students that you wouldn't have seen from them 30 minutes ago or from previous classes. Um, like I was saying earlier, when things actually click, when you can see in their eyes and their performance how they just have let go and mm. they're just being this, this character. Because we work on, mm. especially in drama, on characters. You're playing a character which can also be tough, but. Um, Doing something from a character perspective is a little easier than doing it from yourself because people are only seeing the character. <gasps> Maybe this character made a mistake. So that's fine. Right. The character made a mistake on me. stage. It's, it's not me. It's the character. So for your own mind, that's that's so much easier. So when I see a student portray and I can see that character, whether it's just a hand movement, not only about dialogue. I'm acting and drama and improvisation is not only about dialogue, it's about facial expression, uh, movement. And when you start seeing that in students, then, then these are students, these are friends. Um, and that's really good. When they let go. When they just let go. And they're just with the character. So they're just with the character. Exploring it, yeah. Yeah. So we, I mean, we have lots of fun in the improv class, we do. And it's a lot of laughing, but a serious moment, just uh, the raise of an eyebrow, mm. is something completely different to that, what that person would do, is quite fantastic to see. Something that I might have seen, or two people might have seen, but no one else saw. Right, yeah. You can see that someone has really thought yeah. about this process. And, in improv, you've got to just do. And sometimes I'll give you three minutes, but sometimes you've just got to do it. Mm. You know, one thing I really like uh, about your instruction is quite like what makes the magic happen for me. Uh-huh. And yeah, everyone comes present. And uh, and yeah, one thing I appreciate is like, because we have a lot of fun, like you say, and there's a lot of funny moments, yeah. but I like how you say you don't have to be funny. Right. Right. And, and that brings that authenticity forward sometimes. Mm. Yeah. Everyone wants to be funny. I mean, I want to be funny. Everyone sure. wants the, the group to just, oh, that guy's so easygoing, it's so right. funny. The majority of the time, I do try and do that. So also to catch myself out, I do. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And I think performers are aware, um, like, I'm aware right now of, like, white noise. Um, oh, no, no one laughed at my performance. So maybe it wasn't good. Mm. So then myself as a 
as a as a as a, a trainer needs to you know, no, that was really good. Well done, well done. But I don't, shouldn't have to do that. I mean, I'm not teaching four-year-olds. Mm. But the audience should be able to appreciate an action just like they would laugh and really appreciate a funny moment. Mm. So, yeah, not everything needs to be funny. But with improvisation, it is very fast, so it does end up being... Um, Things are just happening constantly. Right, right. So, whereas with a normal drama class, it'll be we're focusing on a line. Drama class very much like Shakespeare, focusing on a line, a movement, uh, which I realised quite early on. It's I think probably best to do improvisation because you don't always get the same um, students coming to a class, so you can't like work and develop building mm-hmm. blocks. Improvisation I think works a lot more, and a lot of what. I do in the classes, a lot of like English teachers come, an example, there was an example today, oh, I used that activity yeah, game yeah. that we did last week in my class and it worked really well. Mm-hmm. And that's also wonderful. Yeah. What have you learned here? Take it up and use it. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of activities that you can use. Mm-hmm. Um, Speaking of which, I'm giving a talk mm-hmm. next week. Oh, lovely. And yeah, I'm going to borrow some of your <laughs> activities Yeah, too. absolutely. It's just, uh, yeah, it just kind of loosens people up to playing games. Playing groups. games. Yeah. yeah, group work. Getting them to do something out of their comfort zone. Right. Immediately everyone bonds. Even if you didn't know the lady in the far corner in the lecture hall. She did something a few moments ago that you really liked. So you have like a bond. Yeah. You have an energy for each other. So everyone, is it just one-off lecture? Uh, is it just a... They're just standalone, yeah. Okay, but... Everyone will walk out of that class after a couple of activities. If you do some at the beginning and maybe one at the end, mm. you'll feel like you've known each other for a long time. Yeah. I think that's the magic right there. It just it goes straight to the heart. Like, um, it just kind of go- bypasses all the social sort of uh, awkwardness and stuff. Yeah. 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 There's nothing worse than feeling more awkward. You just want to have friends within 10 minutes of walking into a room. Yeah. Because not everyone has the confidence, again, to go, Hey, my name's Quinson, lovely to meet you. With an activity, a game, it's just automatic. Right, right. So, hmm. yeah. The confidence is automatic. Confidence, yes. Yeah, I like that. Man. Spontaneity, yes. So, to, um, to honor the time, and uh, before we close out, any final thoughts to the listeners? Um, yeah, any final comments, questions? Hmm. I mean, you don't need to come to a drama class to be spontaneous. Whether you have a girlfriend or a boyfriend, make them smile. Be spontaneous. Get some flowers. Send a family member a text. Phone a friend. Right. Randomly arrive at the door with some milk tea. Mm. Just do something. Hug someone. Create a smile. That's all we really want is a smile. Right. People feel so much better after they've smiled. Yeah. Drama class, you'll smile. In improv sm- class, you'll smile. But just do something small for mm. for mankind. Yeah. You know the way. Uh, I mean, this might be another talk, but um, the way I, th- I think about compassion mm. is to make a heart smile. It mm. could be your own heart, someone else's heart, making someone smile. Absolutely. Yeah. There's nothing. It's not even a better feeling. When people do it to you, 
What a great moment. What a great moment on a Monday morning. Yeah. Just a small thing. Just something small. Right. Pay it forward, right? Is that what it's called? Something like that. Something like that, yes. Mm. Do something for others to make them smile. A random act of kindness. Yeah. (laughs) Confident kindness. Yeah, confident kindness. (laughs) Thank you, man. Thank you for staying with me. Thank you so much. (laughs) It's good seeing you again. Seriously.